0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Go Home by Where You're Drunk. This is episode 101, or maybe just one. I don't know. We're just going to go back to one. It's kind of fun to count up to 100. Yeah, my name is Justin. You would know this if you've listened to 100 episodes, but if, if this is your first time, I'm Justin. I was a former minister, former super Christian, former very, very white evangelical, and, and proud of it. Maybe... Maybe even white nationalist, if I'm being honest, uh, I'm not that now i've I've repented of that sin, and now i have make a podcast dunking on the weird stuff that I used to support. I have a co-host
2: Hello, I'm Tori. I'm also a former white nationalist. That's how I was raised, not white, however, so there is there is that one thing, <laughs> and uh yes, also not into that anymore i was actually thinking about this uh with the whole like anti-woke stuff like oh i actually wouldn't i wouldn't be like quote unquote woke if i hadn't been raised like f- in a fundamentalist <laughs> religious space like it just wouldn't have mm-hmm. been that important to me like i probably would have had the same beliefs but i probably wouldn't be like a fucking activist
0: <laughs> yeah like, you know i would have just passively voted for donald trump but not like, been- <laughs> I, like I
2: don't think voted for donald trump i just like i wouldn't have and i mean that's fair like maybe 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 in some alternate universe it was yeah donald trump running against i don't know pat robertson (laughs) who do you vote for in that situation (laughs) that's a lose lose yeah so yeah i think
0: that's one of the few times i'd be like there isn't a lesser of two evils. (laughs) we just don't vote you want like
2: a competent evil or an incompetent evil those are your choices Uh,
0: i think uh,
2: oh <laughs> incompetent be thinking. all of the way in case there's like any my sister said this and it really bugged me and I was like god damn it you were so right and she's like I would vote for Donald Trump a hundred times over Ron DeSantis I,
0: and I was like yeah 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 like yeah
2: Donald Trump is is not long for this world for one even if he pulls like a Henry Kissinger or whatever uh and also he doesn't plan things he just does things
0: he just yeah like and and he yeah, man, now you got me thinking about this. I remember <laughs> thinking even when he started, like, how easily he is to manipulate.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, you just have to flatter the man and he'll probably give you whatever you want. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, as long as it doesn't hurt him, he doesn't give a fuck.
0: Well, maybe it doesn't give you what you want, but, like, flatter him and then show him a shiny object in the direction of the thing that you want. And <laughs> yeah, he'll,
2: go, he'll go that way. And he'll
0: go that way. You know?
2: Oh man! Mm-hmm. So yeah. Once again, yeah. since this is this is just what we talk about. What do yeah. we talk about on this podcast, even? No, but yeah, it seems like the right is flooding the field, and so <laughs> Donald Trump will once again be the nominee.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. They're fl- <laughs> this is great. You know, like, I love
2: this timeline.
0: When when Hillary Clinton said "basket of deplorables," it wasn't <laughs> she was aspirational. Really underselling it. Yeah, it wasn't aspirational, guys. <laughs> like Yeah. You didn't have to become a basket of deplorables. But here we are. But the, the,
1: everything
2: that everything that like, it's like, well, we're we're owning the libs by being a basket of deplorables and going outside and breathing huge mouthfuls of like smoke air.
0: Smoke, air, and virus. <laughs> I know.
2: It's like what? Like you got you gotta you gotta stick it to the libs. They're trying to put you in a cage they don't want you out here breathing this smoke they don't want you to have real (laughs) (laughs) oh this is taking a turn Um, i did not think i'd had that much to drink already maybe i'm wrong
0: so yeah it's it's funny like because i don't know again like conservatism i feel like is just a a a dog off of a chain and just kind of going wherever it it feels oh it's a
2: rabid dog off of a chain at this point absolutely
0: and and boycotting everything that they could can possibly think of,
2: but which is prom- great because soon they won't be able to eat and <laughs> yes. boycotted every single fucking con- country company that makes yeah, food.
0: That makes food because you know because they employ gay people. Um, t- turns wow. out a lot of people are gay. Um, especially not, after the pandemic, not as many
2: as they think, though. That's really That's fucking true. interesting. Is they think like one in five people is trans, literally. Like, if that you ask true. them how many people they think are trans, it's like one in five and not like one in a hundred, two in a hundred, something like that.
0: Yeah, it's probably more like one in a fifty thousand.
1: <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> um, it's wild. I was actually listening to, this will be related, uh, but you're going to have to go on a journey with me. I was listening to the If Books Could Kill on the book, uh, The World is Flat.
2: Oh, yeah. I haven't but, listened to that episode yet. I'm excited. Uh,
0: well, I, I see, I remember reading The World is Flat as like right out of what came out in 2005. So it was like right out of col- after college mm, for me, mm-hmm. and, uh, thinking I was the smartest fucking person in the world because I was reading this fat book on like globalization I did not make it through the whole thing, because turns out Thomas Friedman's not a very good writer. But, but he talks he talks a lot in that book about like immigration and this that and the other and globalization. All it's all conservative fear mongering. But
2: Ooh, um, got it. Yeah. on that
0: podcast, they were talking about how when you give people statistics on like how many people actually are immigrating to the United States, which is a very small number of people, most people are like, yeah, we should loosen up restrictions. But when you paint this picture of like, there is a, there's an invasion, there's an invasion, you know, that's just coming to take, take your jobs and take your daughters and take everything away from you. Then people are like, oh, we really support this like hardcore, like, you know, immigration stuff um and i and i feel that's the same rhetoric they're using about trans folks and just you know queer people in general It's like they're everywhere they're Look taking over uh-huh. they're taking over they're they're going to indoctrinate your children they're going you know it's like but i think if you give people like actual statistics on like hey mm-hmm. this is how many people are actually queer and this is like And isn't it, you know, even people that I know that are like super transphobic, if you say like, is it okay to fire someone simply because they're trans? Most people will say like, no.
2: Right.
0: Right. So, yeah. So I think that there's a lot of people when given actual data.
2: Become slightly more rational.
0: (laughs) Will become slightly more rational, have a moment of clarity. Now, they're going to go under the Fox News like, shower again two seconds later and it'll be right. gone but like right. i i do have a little bit of i don't know maybe hope there if we can just you know find a way to turn off
2: the fox but news how, host but then how will they get how they get clicks right it's all about like monetization and like how many mm-hmm. eyeballs we can get on our fucking ads like that's really what it comes down to and that's unfortunately like capitalism and journalism do not mix it turns no, out
0: no like that's like i'm gonna say something maybe shocking like capitalism is not a bad thing when applied to things that make sense to apply capitalism to you totally know? reasonable <laughs> like like shoes like <laughs> sure. i want to make the best shoe and so and someone else wants to make the best shoe and we should compete and get employees and capital, intellectual property, all that stuff. Sure, fine, shoes, whatever. Go nuts. Go nuts. But when it comes to like healthcare, journalism, food,
2: it's the wrong model.
0: Uh, it's not a good model.
2: Yeah,
0: it's not a good model. Like, yep. And and even even applied to shoes, it shouldn't be like unregulated.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally.
0: Like you know so. I don't know. I, I Amazon's I like,
2: like we just make shoes now, so no one else can make shoes.
0: Yeah, no one else makes shoes now. You know, like it's, <laughs> capitalism's like the you know if if you only have a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. like well, we just need more tools. We need more economic yeah tools. That's such
2: a great way to put it
0: to to deal with problems that aren't nails.
2: And I think. Like, you going back to what you just said, if you were to have a conversation with somebody, like, just anybody off of the street, and you explained it in those terms, they'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, they'd agree Mm -hmm. with you. It really is just, like, the inflammatory, like, partisan framing of, Mm -hmm. like, there's two options. Right? Yeah. It's like, you get a hammer or you get a saw. And it's like, look, we have two tools. Like, no, you fucking don't. Like, that's just not sufficient to get anything done. Yeah. Like the way that the way that the world works, the way that everything is interconnected, like it's just that's not two tools is still not enough.
0: Yeah, and you need you need multiple tools and different skill sets and and maybe just yeah. not like maybe like even more than just tools, like soft skills go. like empathy. There you um,
2: go. Why are we talking uh, about this? I don't oh, yeah. you know, well Pat we were Robertson. just
0: we got into capitalism and because it's cuz well so I had I'm going to promote my own tweet for a second. I don't normally do like this, but it was a thought I no, had
2: do it! like
0: it, it. I think the greatest trick that capitalism ever pulled was convincing us that it wasn't also a theology, mm. that it doesn't also like, cause it's like, Oh, this is this, this like passive economic system that just, that just is great for everyone as how it's built. But it's like, no, like, there's a lot of theology and if you don't even want to say theology ethical frameworks attached to this understanding that like this is how the world works and so you get yeah. you get shit like pat robertson who like mm-hmm. well he's a really good capitalist and he you know is able to create this broadcasting network and he's able to get donations and he's able to become the biggest dog in town mm-hmm. and like well now he has spiritual authority you know mm-hmm. um and, yeah. and even taking it out of the realm of religion, like, you know, the fact that capitalism led us to the transatlantic slave trade right, should be in an indictment of that system, right? you know, mm-hmm. or the fact that like technology, you know, when we have technological innovations and this, this, like, this isn't like new information, this isn't like my, all my original thoughts or anything, but i right, just right. like, like technology, you know, it benefits the capitalist. It doesn't benefit the worker. Mm-hmm. So if I'm making something, you know, if I can make a hundred units of whatever a day, and then I get some technology that lets me make a hundred units of whatever with half the people, right? You know, a capitalist fires half his workforce, mm-hmm. but there are other systems like that. Technology could benefit the worker and say, like, okay, we'll keep the same amount of workers, but you only have to work four hours a day and get paid oh, the same. No.
2: Oh no 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 no! You know? No, Justin, I don't think that you understand. <laughs> the point of capitalism is accumulation without see, any limits, without yeah, ceilings.
0: Th- and see, that's the problem. Like because or that, force, but that's a theological and ethical framework too. Absolutely,
2: to say, absolutely, it is
0: to say workers actually have no value except to produce capital. Like that—that mm-hmm. is—that is a theological statement. Like yes, this, like
2: yes, you know, completely and completely so agree. So
0: like. And evangelicals will say like, Oh, we believe everyone's made in God's image. Like, nope, no, you don't no, you act don't. functionally. You do not believe that. <laughs> right. Functionally, you are a disciple of capitalism. Mm-hmm. And if they don't produce, then they're just layabouts and they, they, they don't deserve good things. Absolutely. And, and yeah. when it comes to Pat Robertson, Pat Robertson died today. We're going to talk about him. Like he, will. As like, of, he's
2: the dead dude that yeah, he is. People have
0: died a week ago by the time you hear this. But, and we'll still be talking about him, probably, unfortunately. But, like, you know, and he attached moral value to, like, people's ability to produce wealth. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He attached moral value to people's perceived abilities. You know, so those poor people, those poor people meaning those black people. Right. But, like, yeah, so... I don't know. I'm still kind of developing this as a thought, but I'm, I'm, it's just, it's intriguing. That's like, I feel like there's a lot of evangelicalism that has this veneer, like almost like it's cosplaying as Christian. Yes. Like, you know, like, Hey, we've got this mascot, this 2000 year old teacher in Jesus and he Mm -hmm. was crucified. And isn't that so fascinating and interesting as our mascot to like legitimize capitalism. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he's like, he's the sock puppet for capitalism
2: uh,
0: <laughs> against his will. <sighs> yeah. Cause I don't think Jesus enough. would have been a good capitalist.
2: Don't. Yeah. At I mean, all. Based on, based on the stuff they wrote down about him, at least I don't think he would have been, he would have been very good at that. If you don't mind me just like jumping on to your thought here though, I'm really fascinated. Like you saying capitalism is a theology I think is absolutely fucking true. And I'm, I'm sure that many of the people listening have were told the same thing that I was told like growing up with parents who were like Reaganites. It's like, well, either, you're either told greed is actually a good thing or there's nothing we can do about greed. Yeah, Right. Everybody is greedy. Therefore we just need to come up with a system that takes advantage of, or that like basically encourages quote unquote people to work hard and like take advantage of the fact that people are just inherently greedy. Now are Mm -hmm. people inherently trans? No, are people inherently gay? Nope. Are people inherently black? Not really. We would like to erase that culture too. Like,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: but people are, but like, even though the Bible explicitly says that greed is a sin, they're like, well, there's nothing we can do about it. People are just greedy. Mm -hmm. It's like,
0: (laughs) well, it's like what people they 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 say the thing same thing about guns. Like, yep, you know, people are awful. They're violent. They're terrible. And so everyone needs to have a gun like the huh? the the logic falls apart but it is that same mm-hmm. thing like we we cannot control how that pe they're going to be violent people so the only thing you can do is arm yourself for in the eventuality that someone will try to kill you
2: yeah someone will try to kill you
0: with a gun because they have the same mentality you do this goes um,
2: back to this literally goes directly back to what you were saying of like crime is down like crime mm-hmm. is historically low yeah and people are like well the only the only possible solution here is more guns and I've, I've said this before, but it also connects back to that idea of like every solution is just buy more stuff, yes, like there is no solution that is not consumption right mm-hmm. and 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 corporations have been trying to sell us this thing of like we'll just just shop your way out of like destroying the planet." <laughs> Mm -hmm. but just be a green shopper right and you can just like buy your way out of destroying the planet and it's like that's no that's not that's not how it's gonna work sweetie it's Mm -hmm. not yeah it's that's theology functionally
0: and and like kind of back on guns like and i'm there are exceptions to this but generally speaking you've probably never needed a gun less in the united states than Mm -hmm. right now yep you know, and I get it the, you know, oh yes, you're a farmer, you're a rancher, there's coyotes, okay, maybe you, but like right, right. but sure generally like, I live most... in Alaska,
2: I have to fly to get home <laughs> yeah. in my own airplane yes, like okay, fu- I totally get it for that makes most sense people to me.
0: you've never needed one less right and and if we had a better robot better sa- social safety net, you would need one even less
2: mm-hmm.
0: so i Yeah, but again, and and given people, given that data for a moment, I think can have some clarity. But, yeah, you know, again, it's, you know, buy your way to a better world is 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 again a theology like we're going to usher in the rapture by selling and buying trinkets, you know, which, you know, all roads lead back to Pat Robertson. Truly. And, and you know, thankfully, I did not. I, I, Pat Robertson was on the periphery in in my life in the same way that he was on the periphery of every evangelical's life. He wasn't like, I think I watched the 700 club maybe once or twice. It was only when there was like a special episode about dinosaurs. Like, and I only remember the dinosaur part. I don't remember Pat Robertson probably saying that dinosaurs are a trick of the devil.
2: <laughs> They're um, fake actually.
0: So, but Tori, you. Yeah. Intimately familiar
2: unfortunately yes unfortunately yes
0: the deceased like
2: the uh yeah no no uh pat robertson's show was really the only exposure that i had to him i know he started a college which like did they just let anybody start fucking colleges in this country like what is happening (laughs) i'm like how come trump and jerry falwell and pat robertson all get to start colleges
0: i want to start a college right (laughs) can i start a college
2: Oh my God. I'm like, and I'm not even thinking about the dude that started that college for homeschoolers. Like I can't remember his name and that's probably for the best. Uh, yeah, no. So my, my mom planned her entire day around when the 700 club Pat Robertson show was going to be on. And so where we lived, it was on at noon. Most of my childhood I'm serious. It was on every single day in my
1: house.
2: Um, Yeah, it was really it was really actually great that my parents didn't get cable until like later, like when I was in high school, because it would have been Fox News that was on. But uh, Mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, so it was very it was very much just like his face on the TV, him and his son, who's probably some weird sex pervert, because that's just how those sons tend to turn out. And yeah, so they would, they had this like call center and it was like, hey, call in and like, if you need prayer for whatever. And I'm sure that they also asked you to like give them their, your credit card number. Or what
0: yeah. Have you. Well, cause you're going to buy your way to an answered prayer.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you just make a donation to Pat Robertson, you will not have cancer. And so, yeah, they did, they did these like kind of news ish segments of the show. And that was, really weird they'd like get stuck on certain topics for a while and so they'd cover those sort of obsessively i do distinctly remember the day before 9-11 so september 10th 2001 they did a they did a whole segment on like terrorism and how there was going to be some big uh terrorist attack (laughs) in the united states Uh uh-huh oh oh
1: Justin, I didn't, I didn't
2: Justin, know about this. Yes, no, it was it was on in my house because it like they replayed that segment the next day on September 11th and then like did like whatever their follow up. See, was. God
0: told me yeah.
2: or it was just there was shit going down and like Bill Clinton had been fucking around in Libya and other dumb places. And, we, you know, we have we have a foreign policy that doesn't treat anyone like people except for a couple of like rich white dudes in New York and Washington, D.C., <laughs> yeah like our
0: our our foreign policy is fuck around and hope you kill enough people to not find out out. (laughs) like
2: right right and so that was and you know that was the thing that was really interesting and of course like we were the victims right like we were going to be the innocent victims mm -hmm. of of this like islamic terrorist plot yeah and like
0: the The rhetoric, then, like I look back on it, and I, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest, like I, I believed it for a while. Oh, like, for
2: sure. Was yeah, just like, same.
0: well, they just hate our freedom, like, and we were like, yeah, they just must hate freedom, like, what, <laughs> like, <laughs> can I be
2: honest? I never think about anybody's freedom. <laughs>
0: like I, no.
2: people in other countries is like. What do you hate about Australia? I just hate their freedom. I just hate their freedom. Why would you think that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, like you don't just like hate the abstract concept of freedom.
2: It's like I hate their policies. Okay,
0: yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. I'm envious of Australians' freedoms to like not Not get shot. Get shot. Uh
2: huh.
0: Like, so I suppose I, I. Sure, I would I hate like some of that freedom. <laughs> I would like to be as free as an Australian. Um,
2: uh huh. But mm-hmm. yep, and that was that was very much what it was. Was they were just like it was really fear mongering, and it just so happened that the timing was what it was, mm-hmm. and yeah. So that was that was not not great. But they um, they another thing that they did on that show a lot was they pushed international adoptions Uh, which is literally just like child trafficking in like so many countries after it came out and it was was, i don't remember precisely the 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 time that this happened but after it came out there was it might have been guatemala that was like the first country was like oh you're just fucking selling people's children to americans okay cool It, it might not have been guatemala but there were several countries that just figured out like oh these people are just taking, taking our children
0: well, like, yeah, from I mean, families
2: well, where parents are alive or extended families are alive. And like, yeah. So, so yeah. 700 club was kind of like, I can't, it's why are they, they're not letting us adopt these children that need to be raised in Christian homes, <laughs> which is but wonderful. They need, to be,
0: they need to be civilized, you know? Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah we're going to give
0: them the gift of, of our, whatever.
2: Our yeah. culture.
0: Our culture, our way of life, like yeah, and well, I mean, like in in Haiti, there was a big bust of like, like hey, y'all are just trafficking these kids, and yeah, after that, after the earthquake, and which you know, Pat Robertson famously said it was was, because Haiti's packed with the devil, allegedly,
2: (laughs) because the only way to possibly defeat your slavers is if you make a deal with Satan. Yeah, because God wants you to be a good little slave and just be happy dying at 24 in the sugarcane fields.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's well, and that's I. So I've heard I've heard slavery apologists, American slavery apologists be like, mm-hmm. well, you know, we didn't actually import that many slaves. We, you know, imported... we just breeded them. <laughs> so yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Like, oh, man, you know, in Brazil, they, they imported all kinds of slaves. Like, yeah, well, it's because, you know, that's because they couldn't grow sugarcane here. And sugarcane is a brutal process Mm -hmm. of harvesting it.
2: Right. Like picking cotton is a pretty terrible gig, but it's not going to kill you. Yeah. Like growing sugarcane is going to fucking kill you. Yeah. The average age of like of enslaved people on those on the sugarcane plantations was under 30. Yeah. Like it was a death sentence. And if Thomas
0: Jefferson could have grown sugarcane at Monticello.
2: He fucking would have.
0: He he would have, and he would have brutalized a bunch of people doing it. Like, mm-hmm. so, like, don't say, like, America's inability to grow sugarcane makes <laughs> right. you morally superior. Like, it's right. still slavery, folks. Like, right. come
2: on. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a whole, that's a whole thing. But it, it, I think this is interesting, again, because it's like, capitalism is functionally their theology, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it doesn't matter how many people are harmed by it. Like, if yeah. anything, that's one of the benefits of the system is that it washes some people out.
0: Yeah, the the right, you know, in their mind, the right people rise to the top, mm-hmm. and you know, and if you're on the bottom, well, it's because you did something to deserve it. You, you know, can't like, hack it. So yeah, and 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 Pat Robertson applied that to like whole nations. Like, well, Haiti, Haiti isn't rich. That must mean they made a pact with the devil. <laughs>
2: it's like, or every single Western nation. Literally conspired to shut them out of the world economy.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, because because they were a successful slave uprising, and we have yeah. to teach them a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but no, that was the Lord that did that.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's there's so many levels to to their bullshit. Yeah, and yeah, that's really what it. That's really what it came down to is that there's like this. uh I know that we we very frequently bring up or it's kind of become part of like the zeitgeist now, like the cruelty is the point, you know, but something that's occurring to me is, is like, if you have a system of capitalism without any safety nets, which is kind of not terribly dissimilar to to slavery, frankly, where it's like, you don't have any recourse. So like, what are you going to (laughs) do? Quit? Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, so you're not going to eat. Great. Like that's, that's great. But like when I put it, when I kind of put it through that lens, it's like this very sort of dehumanizing, like, yeah, people, people, most people aren't people, right? Like most people are disposable. And if you can't be a good little worker, then like you should, you should suffer so that you maybe can do it better in your next life. I don't even know like what, what they're getting at. But it's really interesting because it's like, well, we're not, you know, the thing of the thing about slavery, again, is it's like, well, you know, we weren't like it wasn't like people were killing their slaves or whatever. It was like people were very invested in making sure that all of their slaves, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. first of all, no, they weren't. But no. uh, secondly, <laughs> like there was a reason that you could only insure your slave or like your enslaved person for 80 percent of like their market value. And it was so that you didn't fucking kill them yourself and mm-hmm. just collect the money.
0: And you know that some insurance company went bankrupt. A f- like, a few insurance companies went bankrupt before they were like, oh, damn. Oh, we should like,
2: maybe think about not, yeah,
0: not giving insuring. people, like,
2: full price. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it's really... I, I know that this is going to this is going to sound really extreme, which is why I'm like kind of beating around the bush and trying to like put in a lot of context. But the more that I think about, again, like the function here and like the parallels between like the uh, capitalism that we have, where we're like, oh, no, workers need fewer protections. Like kids need to have more hours at work. Yeah. And no, like people don't need health care. Like they can just be contractors and like fuck them if something bad happens to them. And there's no social safety net. There's no food stamps. There's no health care. Like, there's a point at which it's like, if you're earning slave wages, like, how is that functionally different from slavery? Like, you have a few more choices, right? It's like, you can yeah. leave town if you want to. Like, big whoop, I guess. Like, we're supposed to be happy about that. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's, we're, we're headed down a really dark path. And, uh, Pat Robertson was, one of the people that really put put his foot on the gas yeah for that
0: and i I mean every regressive bit of nonsense like that you can spew about any group that wasn't white christians you know and it's and it's again that classic like was he just lying did he actually believe this you know there's just like And then there's a certain amount of comfort almost in the fact that he was just straight up lying. Like it was all a grift versus like, Oh, did he actually believe this stuff? Like, you know, I mean, tying, you know, Hurricane Katrina to people's sin and, you know, various problems with, you know, his, you know, I I mean, everything was the Muslims fault, the gays fault, the, you know, like just the, you know, and, and just making up shit about like, you know, gay people trying to infect people with HIV and, you know, like, right. Which I believed as a kid, like I, I actually, mm-hmm. I still do this out of like fear. Like there was a scare going around, probably started by some Christian that in movie theaters, people were putting syringes on the seats. Like, that had HIV on them or something. So that like, if you didn't check your seat and you sat down and you got poked in the ass, like you would have AIDS or something. And like, that freaked me out. Like I still sometimes check my movie theater seat and I'm like, I'm, I don't even believe it anymore, but it's still like bouncing around in there. just, my right. nervous system is like, mm-hmm. check your seat or you're going to die.
2: Right. Um, yeah. Which is like, it's kind of funny. Cause it's like, no, you wouldn't. We have drugs for that now. Like you'd yeah, be like, fine.
0: Yeah, like I'd be okay. Like,
2: but other <laughs> yeah, than just like, having to pay for meds, like your quality of life wouldn't even go down.
0: Yeah, like we. Like,
2: but yeah, there was so much fear mongering around it, and it was like we're not going to invest in research. We're not mm-hmm. going to like help people out once again because it's like, well, it's clearly like God's just God's just punishing gay people. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And that's, and then that, again, like that's, that's the sad thing. Cause like you have Pat Robertson. Yeah. Talking about AIDS is like a punishment from God.
2: AIDS and pregnancy.
0: And AIDS, pregnancy being black. Like it's, you know, it's all, it's all a punishment, you know? Right. And like, like what kind of like, I'm sorry. Like if God is really like that, it is our duty to rebel against that God, mm-hmm. like as decent people. Like, you brought up the Tower of Babel a bunch, like, and I, and we, we probably need to bring it up more. Like, that's a fucking badass story. Like, no, we are going to ascend to the heavens because y'all don't know what you're doing. You can't
2: do it. You're not doing it.
0: So, and if God (laughs) is like that, it's like our moral duty to not follow that God. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. So, your
2: your God's a bad dude, bad hombre. Yeah.
0: He's, he's, yeah. So, yeah i mean and, and pat robertson you know joking around about like how you know americans need to engage in more terrorism like i'm just kind of reading chrissy Stoop has a article on religion dispatches just about like 10 oh, of his most cringeworthy moments and it's just like that, yeah and and they're all like well cited they're not just like here you know like because i think some things that get Said about some of these leaders actually aren't what they said, but like this is well cited, well documented yeah. stuff that like he actually said, and it's yeah, it's just you see, I feel like there are so many of our of the problems that we face really stem back to these kind of thought leaders putting a theological putting a th- the you know God's stamp of approval on terrible behavior,
2: Mm-hmm. and I think that it. <laughs> I don't know why, I don't know why I keep coming back to this, like, like it, why I keep coming to these parallels that with, within like comparing like our context now to America when slavery was more legal. But yeah, I think that Pat Robertson and people like him very much were in sort of like the slaver position of like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't treat my slaves poorly. Mm-hmm. I treat them fine. I don't even, I barely even interact with them. Like, and I think Pat Robertson very much had that of like, I'm not hurting anybody. Like I literally it's like I've never been in a fight in my life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. like because again, their their idea of uh, violence is like if it's not being done to you physically, it's not you're you haven't been harmed. <laughs> Which again is why capitalism is so convenient for them. Because it's like, well, nobody's doing anything to you yeah what what's what's the problem nobody's doing anything to you i figured it out you just want to be a victim
0: i i figured it out i'm wealthy i i'm successful that's just god's blessing on my life don't you have the lord's blessing on your life you know
2: i hate the like if i can do it anybody can do it like that is Mm -hmm. not true
0: yeah that is true about
2: zero things yeah maybe breathing and even that's kind of a reach
0: yeah. Then yeah, this whole like self-made man kind of thing, like nobody is nobody, like and and that's not even a that's not even a like a insult. It's not a
2: diss. Yeah, it's it's not literally a diss. just like how we evolve.
0: Like we we are not solitary hunters. Like we we are we're pack animals. Like we've, we you don't survive.
2: No. Like, have you no. seen your hide lately? You're going to get all kinds of scratched and poked and clawed and bit. You're not going to make it. Like, you have to be able to collaborate with other people mm-hmm. if you don't want to become saber-toothed tiger lunch. Like, that's just bare necessity for yeah, survival.
0: Like, yeah, saber-toothed tigers eat things that break off from the group. hmm Like, that's literally what they do. Like <laughs> so.
2: But we teach our children that evolution... It's unscientific. Sorry, I'm just quoting Jim Bob because I was watching part of that docuseries yesterday.
0: (laughs) Oh, there's a lot to talk about.
2: We don't have to talk about that right now. I just just, I'm just still trying to figure out, like, how did Satan get through Jim Bob's umbrella? Because he did everything right. And his child is still a child predator. So Mm -hmm. what did he do wrong?
0: Well, obviously, Satan snuck into his umbrella a little bit.
2: (laughs) I'm not sure what that means.
0: Well, his, his, his son's a child predator. <laughs>
2: That's what I'm saying. But yeah. like Jim Bob did the right things. He oh, had yeah. his umbrella in the right order.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> he somehow... had his umbrella
2: under Christ and over his wife, protecting her from nothing because the Christ umbrella was already there.
0: Yeah, the umbrella doesn't really even protect you from anything other than getting wet, like.
2: <laughs> Which is Satan. Which Everyone is... knows this.
0: And yeah, water is Satan.
2: Water is used in many pagan, is used as symbolism <laughs> in many right, pagan rituals right. or
0: something. <laughs> yeah, water is a water symbol. Water is of,
2: pagan symbolism.
0: Unless it's baptism.
2: And then, it, yeah, and then it's fine.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we, we probably should do a takedown of quiverful Bill Gothard nonsense. Because I, I had Bill Gothard, my Christian school, took us through the i don't know I, I keep wanting to say ivf but it's not ibf <laughs> don't in, God. In, it's institutes for biblical i don't know whatever
2: just basic um, life principles i'm just like that's so arrogant but okay
0: if it's a if it's a like a 12-hour seminar it's not basic like
2: oh no it it, it seems very basic to me there was well, no but, there was nothing there It was yeah. a big nothing burger <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I, I spent my entire junior year of high school going through that thing and for, for a grade, I'm, by the I'm way. I'm very
2: sorry. I'm very, very sorry. I didn't so, have to interact with any of his shit directly somehow.
0: Yeah, like we used to make fun of how he said scripture because he always said scripture. Um, <laughs> he, he, did, like,
2: he did pronounce things in a kind of interesting way, like yeah. like one of those accents you just make up yourself sort of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I don't know. We can talk about that at some point. I'm sure there's there's plenty of time.
0: I think uh, ironically, I think we're going to take a break for capitalism.
2: Yay. My favorite part. I love it. Still getting ads in Spanish.
0: That's, you know, the algorithm provides.
2: (laughs) Sometimes it does. Oh, gosh.
0: All right. Well, we hope the algorithm provides you with something beneficial or humorous, at least. And we'll be back.
1: You can listen wherever you get your podcast, and if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know.
2: Hey, everybody. Thanks for putting up with our capitalism. If you've been listening for 100 or so episodes, you know this is the time that we pass the plate. I was going to say pass the Twitter plate. Twitter is not really, Twitter's not really doing it these days. Patreon, not Twitter uh so (laughs) (laughs) yes if you are able and you enjoy listening to the show it would mean a lot to us if you would go to patreon.com slash go home bible sign up support the show you can listen to the show sometimes early you can listen to it without ads hang out with other folks on discord you know and hang out with us when we on our now fifth Fifth Thursday of the month when we're going to be doing listener hangs instead of recording an episode. So that's coming up really quickly because there are five Thursdays in the month of June somehow. That seems like witchcraft to me. And yeah, yeah. So patreon.com slash go home Bible. You can also leave us, give us some stars wherever they have those to give. Also very helpful. Mm, Write a little review. Stars come
0: in sets of five.
2: They come in packs of five. They've given it to you that way. You don't have to break yeah. it open.
0: Yeah. Just <laughs> it's
2: already set up. Just do it. Um or text this episode to a friend. I actually am really tickled by the number of people whose parents listen to this <laughs> listen to the show.
0: Yes. I I'm
2: very entertained by that. So I
0: I'm very entertained by people that tell me my dad or my mom listens to the podcast. I'm like uh, uh Like <laughs>
2: i'm like i'm so happy about it and also i'm just like oh we're really offensive okay (laughs) yeah
0: so you know i will say like we drag boomers a lot but i'm like if you're like a boomer mom or dad like deconstructing or whatever or just maybe you already have and you just find us funny like
2: that's like a big fucking deal
0: thanks for being here
2: (laughs) truly like that's that's huge you know i think it's i think it's one thing to leave like When you had a say in the matter of getting in, you know, Mm -hmm. versus like you were just born in it as like forced on. You're like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. So anyway, all that to say, one or all of those actions would be greatly appreciated by Justin and I would be appreciated by I. That's incorrect English Should be appreciated by me and Justin. We'll just fuck up the entire English language right now.
0: You know, it's it's break
2: all the rules
0: right it's you know english is a cobbled together mouthful of nonsense anyway so
2: (laughs) oh gosh yes english is a messy bitch that loves drama
0: (laughs) yes it's our native tongue but we have we have a new patron uh a new youth pastor and the second church of the drunken bible and so, Amanda, thank you so much. I really appreciate your contribution, and um, you know, look forward to getting to know you a little bit on Discord if that's your thing. But you get a life verse, as you know, probably. Uh, this life verse is not given to you by me or by Tori. This is given to you by the Lord, mediated to you by us. But you know, this is we're doing some proper bibliomancy here, and we're going to open up the the Holy Writ full of commentary and whatnot, we're going to flip around here and we're going to find you a life verse. And okay. Oh, we're in second Chronicles yet again. Mm. This is going to be second Chronicles 30, uh, verse 12. Also in Judah, the hand of God was on the people to give them unity of mind and carry out what the king and his officials had ordered, following the word of the Lord. Now, probably what he ordered was like the slaughter of innocents.
2: Yeah, it's probably genocide. Um,
0: it's probably a genocide,
2: as as the Lord is wont to do.
0: But you know, we we hope that you can carry out what you need to carry out this day, Amanda. <laughs> Preferably not a genocide, but you know. May may the hand of the Lord be where you want it to be. And if that's Perfect. away from you, great.
2: Uh, <laughs> also fine. Also fine. Because we believe in consent in this church. Yes. It's the only um, pulse that we'll use in consent.
0: Yes. It's our one. It's our one tenet. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much, uh, Amanda, and all of our patrons. Uh, we really appreciate your yes. support. And you make the show happen, for sure. So uh, we're going to talk about...
2: It's pride, so we're going to talk it's about...
0: It's pride,
2: yes. Justin keeps messing it up. We're going to talk about love the sinner, hate the sin. Not I keep
0: saying love the sin, <laughs> hate the sinner. <laughs> uh,
2: Which is actually what they do.
0: Functionally. In, in
2: perfect, imperfect evangelical form. Exactly mm-hmm. what they do is the opposite. Yeah. But...
0: Yeah, so I, I think for a drinking game
2: mm. today delicious
0: if we're gonna do a drinking game and you should you should make the biggest gayest cocktail you can not that cocktails have a sexual orientation but but when i say big gay cocktail you're thinking of something
1: Very and we're probably specific. all thinking of
0: the same thing so get get the biggest gayest cocktail you can or if drinking's not your thing you know do a push up or whatever but i would say for a drinking game you know i mean yeah i think any anytime that you come to you realize that maybe like this was not something that was in the Bible at all. And perhaps was, is just a clever bit of rhetoric used to harm people.
2: Used to control people. Yeah. Whenever.
0: So whenever you're like, huh, or whenever you remember a time you said that to somebody and you just need to forget, go ahead, take a drink. Cause I know I was a staunch believer of hate the sin, love the sinner. And uh yeah, that's wrong. So everyone just take a drink and uh we'll start uh we'll start.
2: I thought you were gonna say prepare your hearts. Prepare your hearts. I I don't know your, why. No, I I no. don't know why. <laughs> Let's
0: prepare our hearts and our minds. Uh-huh. I mean, Tori, I was a pastor for like 15 I know. Years, so I, I can, can tell ta- right like there. when you start
2: giving people Bible verses, it comes out.
0: <laughs> it does come like when I start to read a, a verse, I get into it, like, oh, uh-huh. I know the cadence. I know how to do this.
2: Yeah. People think
0: it's from the Lord. No, it's 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 an act.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't. So I don't even remember why, but I got it in my head that like, you know, for some reason just occurred to me. It's like everybody always says like about queer people specifically. It's weird how this doesn't really get deployed in any other context. Yes,
0: yes take a drink for that one
2: curious indeed indeed Mm -hmm. drinking time already yeah but i was just like where did this phrase come from because i knew i've read the bible enough times that i knew it was not in the bible it's like i know that for a fact it's like where did it come from so i was like googling around and like the first couple the first couple hits are kind of interesting because it was like some people think it came from like saint augustine some people think that it came from gandhi some people think it was like like, I don't know, like an amalgamation of like the two kinds of thoughts. Catholic.com for whatever it's worth says that it's attributed to St. Augustine and actually translated, translated from Latin. The saying is closer to with love for mankind and hatred of sins, which I like a lot more because (laughs) love of mankind is very different than like loving sinners. And I think that's really, Mm -hmm. really important. Language, Right. But yeah, it seems like it seems that hate the sin and not the sinner comes from Gandhi's autobiography that was published in 1929. So almost 100 years ago. And so I was, yeah, I was, I was really kind of curious about like, okay, where did this come from? Because it's like, it really sincerely only seems to be weaponized against queer people. You know, it's not like, it's not like evangelical, like straight cishet white evangelicals are going up to one another going like I hate your sin.
0: Yeah. Have like you no repented? one said that to no one said that to Josh Duggar.
2: Have you like, repented? Right. You know? Nobody nobody fucking said that to Josh Duggar.
0: Because he's straight.
2: Right. You like know? literally, literally that is why. I found I found another another article on, on this subject because I was, you know, it's really all the articles on this are either written by progressive Christians or like Jesus never said this this isn't in the Bible or conservative Christians, Protestant and Catholic alike, who are like, well, we need to love the sinner and hate the sin.
0: It's still a good sentiment.
2: Right. They they yeah, they they agree with it essentially. And
0: I don't think most people say it's not in the Bible, but they're like, well, it's biblical.
2: Right. Like, yes. Yeah. There were many articles that were like, it's not in the Bible Bible, but it is biblical and it draws from all these other kinds of thoughts and scriptures and, and whatever really got really got angry right away i was texting justin actually I was like oh this is googling this is a lot more activating <laughs> my nervous system than i thought it was gonna be like jesus We're christ like, maybe back off a little <laughs> like, bit this is a doozy yeah so one of one of the more bothersome articles that i found was is from a website called i oh
0: i love this already
2: it's so bad and yes the i is lowercase which includes the story of the woman caught in the act of adultery which was a bullshit story through and through however this article does say like jesus jesus admonished her the woman by calling uh, by calling her out for adultery however his response does not include stoning wow thanks jesus he opted for forgiveness from mm. his perspective her identity as a person was also not identical to her offense in fact he saw her as capable of being of being more than her sin, and told her to go and stop sinning. He loved the sinner and hated the sin, is what this article says.
0: But did he hate the sin, like, like from that particular story? Do you get the sense that he, like, I, I don't know. I feel like the hate is such a strong word, anyway. It
2: is, yeah.
0: You know, and and it's it's interesting, like that particular passage, how mm-hmm. it gets used. Cause the emphasis is always on like the go and sin no more, but like not on the, like there's nobody here to accuse you, mm-hmm. you know, like there's not quite the same. Emphasis nobody. Yeah. On... Nobody
2: here has the right to accuse you. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, I think that the story is actually a really great example of how love the sin or hate the sin is, is weaponized. And it tells us a lot about evangelical theology sort of on the whole, right? Cause it's like, Jesus, Jesus loved, love of the woman, in air quotes, by stepping between her and like the people that were trying to like literally murder her, but she was still being shamed for an action that requires two people Mm -hmm. to fucking participate for it to even happen.
0: Yes. And, and honestly, like (laughs) the way the ancient Near East worked or the way first, like one of the people, the one she was fucking could have been in the mob of accusers.
2: Mm Like, right. Right.
0: And and again, like the emphasis too, like the whole go and sin no more. They just want to tout that. But it's like when it says, like, I do not condemn you. Jesus uh-huh. says that pretty loud and clear. Like,
2: yeah, right. It's like you were doing you were clearly doing this thing and I don't condemn you.
0: I do not. And so that's the it's just interesting. Again, it's and honestly that I think it's that passage. Yeah, it's that passage that's like probably not even in the Bible. <laughs> Or not, not, you know, like, less likely to have happened.
2: Oh, to have actually to have been a real story. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I think that, like, the other party to this sin, clearly, like, Jesus, the people standing around, the religious leaders, they were all doing a really great job loving the man who was sinning because they didn't shame him at all. Yeah, they didn't call wasn't. him out. They didn't try to murder him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't he wasn't dragged out to be stoned or like maybe they just like conveniently forgot that he was there and like left that out of the story. I don't mm-hmm.
0: know. Yeah.
2: Oh, so dumb.
0: Yeah, it was co- conveniently it's just centered all on her. And- right. Right, you know, and again, this could be a story, a great story about like exploitation and how Jesus mm-hmm. doesn't participate in those systems, and like I mean, you could take it a hundred different places, but what do they do? They take right. one sliver of one verse and weaponize it against queer people
2: mhm like, yeah and 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 Women who are like sexually, I, didn't, I don't want to say deviant, like disobedient, like sexually active, period, or pe- women who enjoy women sex. Women that
0: mildly enjoy sex <laughs> to greatly enjoy sex. Like <laughs> anyone that fits that category. On, is... on
2: that part of the spectrum, like, yeah. And and it's just, you know, it was like, well, it would have been, I think that the woman would have really appreciated having been loved by Jesus by not being shamed by all of these people in the first fucking place, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, these are clearly your fucking neighbors who are trying to murder you. You're not going to be having a great time living next to them, even though they didn't get away with it this time, you know? It's just really, it's just really messed up. And I think, like, on top of this, evangelicals, I think, especially in the, like, post-Trump era, like, sin is not real. Like, even they don't believe that sin is a real thing, right? They believe Mm -hmm. that sin is a completely arbitrary set of rules that are imposed upon a completely arbitrary group of people by someone who wants power, right? Be it a Mm -hmm. pastor or a president (laughs) or whoever else, right? Like nobody, nobody hates sins. Like least of all evangelicals.
0: Yeah, they don't like, and again, it's like the whole, like the election of Mm -hmm. Donald Trump. Like he, I mean, every sin they say they hate other than being gay, he like embodies all of them unrepentantly too Yep,
2: without repenting
0: like literally has said i don't feel like i need to ask forgiveness for anything like so so how he suddenly got grafted into the christian club is a mystery because i thought the entry fee was asking for forgiveness but
2: right at least pretending
0: Uh, yeah pretending once a week but that's the fascinating thing to me so it's like and, and like we see this now like the whole like target thing which you know like Targets had pride stuff forever, but like now suddenly, oh, oh now it's now it's awful, you know. And, and again, like Walmart has pride stuff, but no one's going and vandalizing a Walmart, you know. <laughs> so, like, it is very arbitrary. It's very it's it's not nuanced. It's not it's not interesting or compelling. It's just like, uh, that's a sin. It's
2: used, it's, yeah. It's used to punish people. It's it's yeah, very and it's used, yeah, strategically weaponized.
0: And and love the sinner I hate the sin is it's it's flippantly said similar to how like we blame 9-11 on they hate our freedom like <laughs> but you know it's just like something that's said and people nod and they go like yeah we gotta love, yeah,
2: we definitely. Gotta love the sinner
0: hate the sin that's right
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know but it's like have you thought about that at all like and yeah. like the unique nature of like I want to be careful how I say this the unique nature of weaponizing it against LGBTQIA folks, Mm -hmm. because it's not like if it was said against someone who was straight that just slept around, it would be like your desires are, you know, like you functionally, your sexual desires are fine. You're just putting them in the wrong place. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So your actions Mm -hmm. are wrong, but your desires are fine. You know, whereas when it's weaponized against the queer community, it's like, it's like an extra layer of like, that's why I think they're comfortable saying love the sinner Mm -hmm. because like Mm you, they just even, even thinking these things, even wanting these things, it's already You're already there. Like you are, your identity is as a sinner. like period. You're not a, you're not a person anymore. Like, which goes back
2: to like why I like that. I like how it actually gets translated from Latin. Like what St. Augustine said, which was like, fuck him. But, um, St. Augustine is the worst black, in my opinion, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, he's where it says, like, with love for mankind. Very yes. fucking different than. Very different. Love the sinner. Yes. It's like either. It's like one is you're a person and one is you're a sinner. Yes. And sinners deserve to burn in hell. Yeah. This is like evangelical theology 101. <laughs> like.
0: Yeah, like and that's and that's yeah, we I recognize your humanity and your actions. I that dehumanize you. I dislike and I bet in the in the context of that phrase, he wasn't talking about being queer.
2: (laughs) Probably not.
0: Probably not. He was probably talking about like actual sins like, Mm -hmm. you know, greed or exploitation or something. You know, I mean, I guess I don't like him a lot, but
2: (laughs) you don't have to like him. It's fine. But it's not racism.
0: It's not racism to not like him. Oh, good. Thank you for liberating me from that. Yeah,
2: no, no problem. Um,
0: <laughs> but, like, the problem is, is he is, like, he is, I, this, I'll just, this is a slight rant. on um, Augustine. He is who Ben Shapiro thinks he is. Ouch. M- meaning that, like, Augustine, like, he said awful things, things that, like, I... I wish we were never recorded, uh-huh. but he also was legitimately brilliant. And like, you have to tangle with him. Like there's oh, not like, I a see. like he legitimately is putting together these thoughts that are mm-hmm. very compelling in a compelling way. And it's like, fuck, now I gotta, I gotta deal with this, you know? <laughs> Whereas like, I think Ben Shapiro thinks he's brilliant and compelling, but like, no, he right. just like, doesn't let anyone else talk and, and interrupts constantly. And like, that's yeah. somehow rhetoric. So, like the the rhetorician in Augustine, it's like I can admire that, but it's like that, like admiring like someone who's a magnificent bastard. Like, <laughs> like you know, it's like well, I, I don't like you, but touche. Uh
2: huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's totally fair. God, yeah, But I I mean I think that I think that this is like again the people who were saying love the sinner, hate the sin, are also the people bending over backwards to explain why Donald Trump being arrested on, like, whatever, Good Friday is somehow analogous to Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: so again, it's like, you're clearly good with sin. Like, you're all good with sin.
0: Yeah, you're fine.
2: You love sinners. As long as the sinner is charismatic and powerful and, like, on your team, you're good with sinners. All yeah.
0: the way. As, if you can lick their boots, you can, they're <laughs> fine
2: oh man and i mean i think that like i think i kind of i think i i think i finally slowly started to like unravel part of like the the appeal of 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 like this love of of donald trump and like i think that they love that he does get away with honestly like breaking the law but like sin right like functionally because it's like the the things that he does to harm people like i don't think Everything that evangelicals, I don't think sin is real, but I don't think that evangelical everything that evangelicals would condemn being done by someone other than Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. um That Donald Trump does, and they're fine with. I don't. I don't think that those things are like necessarily inherently sin, but I, they love that he gets away with it, right? I think mm-hmm. it, and it. Like they kind of have made it into this weird like comeback story of like, oh, he like did the thing, and they were they were going to take him out, and they they he got away you know because it really does kind of feel like he he does keep getting away with this shit that like again if if he were queer they would not be okay with any of this yeah none of it oh my god can you fucking imagine
0: like Um, honestly change nothing else mm -hmm. but actually i would even not even change like that he's had so many wives like make donald trump a bi man yep and all of that support would be gone Yep. Like all of it.
2: Cause it's like, it's weird. It's, it's like the, again, it's like this conflating like toxic masculinity and just being a man.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, I think that.
0: Which if Donald Trump is your masculine icon, like how? your view of masculinity is how? fucked.
2: How? Like just how? Like he's, anyway, I don't even, I don't get it. I, you know, and I think that the thing, like, you know, evangelicals don't, don't hate sin they just hate not being allowed to dictate whose sins count and whose sins don't count
0: yeah exactly
2: that's what they hate <laughs> cause you know it's like again if you're queer everything you do is sin doesn't matter if you're like celibate right it's like well you're still a sinner cause you're you're admitting that you're queer
0: and I feel good about myself because I love the sinner and I hate the sin
2: and it's fine that I watch gay porn <laughs> because yeah. I'm still straight and I'm yeah. married to my wife.
0: I like, just it's just interesting well, to me.
2: The the logic just just it's the way that it works is it's just like this huge tangle and it somehow like keeps them up because there's so much shit going in every which direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the only way that it like holds them up. It's, it's any yeah. of it by itself is completely flimsy. If it weren't this big mass, it wouldn't work i think that's part of why they need it to be this way but that's just just
0: my well opinion. and like kind of on trump a little bit like he's like the he's like the testimony story you know Somehow, like, like yeah like and i think that's what that i Well, mean, because that's what we were all raised on like the mm-hmm. dude that shows up you know and preaches and he's like i had sex all the time <laughs> and i had <laughs> drugs right. and i i had money like i shit on a pile of gold you know and and then i found the lord and now i'm doing the lord's work you know which you know fine you know pete holmes has a great bit where he was like 15 years old hearing this story and he's like we got saved too soon
2: like mm-hmm. yeah i didn't
0: get a chance to experience the things which just, just hurts my little heart to think about but i'm not gonna dwell on that right now that's for <laughs> therapy but uh but yeah, it's like they tried to like turn him into that suddenly, mm-hmm. like where it's like, oh man, all of his bad deeds, like man, like wow, what a great story that is. <laughs> it's like he's not repented. He's like not. you, like
2: he's not. Like, Guys, I think this comes back to the like. Do they? They must know they're being grifted, and they just really like it.
0: They, I think they get off on being grifted. It's right. like a humiliation kink. Like it,
2: it, kind of seems that way. It really kind of seems that way. I don't, I don't know. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I, going back to what you said earlier about like the this framing just like completely reduces anyone you don't like to whatever you've decided their sin is.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and that's their that's their prime identity,
2: right? Cisset straight white married non fornicating evangelicals like they have sin too but like because their sin isn't visible in the way that they dress or act at church or like who they live with or like go to sleep next to their sins are all fine right like nobody's mm-hmm. nobody's sitting you down every sunday and like calling you a sinner for trying to get rich even <laughs> though that's like very clearly sinful yeah. if you're if you're reading scripture and taking it literally at least um <laughs> yeah because like only god knows your heart right so only god knows if you're trying to get rich for the right reasons whatever the fuck that means or you know whatever other christianese bullshit reason that they come mm-hmm. up with yeah to to like make excuses for their behavior it's like they support war and like state violence and they support sexual abusers for forever and ever amen i guess and like <laughs> They support fucking segregation, but all those sins are on the inside, right? So you don't have to go to church every Sunday and get confronted by somebody who's like, have you repented and emptied your 401k and given all the contents of that to the people sleeping in the tents that you passed on the sidewalk on the way to get to church? No, then you need to leave.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Guys, like, come because on. we store
0: up our treasures in heaven, you know, not, you know.
2: Again, it literally says this.
0: Yes. Like, it's... <laughs> like the dude that stored all the stuff in his barns yeah that didn't end up well for him
2: he went to hell you guys
0: like like there are no christian billionaires like mm-hmm. that's not a thing
2: mhm
0: like according to how the many, bible i don't know how I mean, many christian
2: it, millionaires there are to be,
0: honest. to be honest like and i i understand a small the whole, handful like,
2: sure small yeah. handful
0: I understand the whole like, yes, you have to call terrible people Christians and they claim to be Christians, whatever. But I'm like, if you're if you're going by the text, Mm -hmm. there are no Christian billionaires, probably not too many Christian millionaires. Right. Like, right. No. And all of us by the book were (laughs) terrible Christians. Like if we were born in the United States. Mm
2: -hmm. So
0: let's just let's just name it. And we were better Christians after we left
2: yeah yeah I, absolutely. I would say
0: even though i don't really claim the label i am a better follower of jesus now than yeah. i ever was when i was a pastor
2: yeah and trying to like coerce people into like hating queer people just because it's like
1: well the bible says
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: like, okay it's like
2: it's like meanwhile they, they, I mean they, they again like they have these sins that they're like, oh, this is this is good, this is fine. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cheating on my taxes. I'm good with money. I'm a good money manager. I'm being a good steward. It's like it's not sin. It's just smart. It's like,
0: yeah, what? I'm just outsmarting the government.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like uh, n- no, no, no. Like you're just obsessing over certain people's sins, and it's probably because you have a bunch of your own that you're just like not willing to deal with so the whole like dust mm-hmm. slash plank situation. Yeah. Jesus talks about, I imagine the more you obsess over other people's sins, <laughs> the more you have to hide yourself.
0: I would, I would tend to agree. And the fact that so many like anti-queer pastors like that have made their ministries about not being gay end up like snorting Coke with a male prostitute. Like, yeah.
2: <sighs> yeah.
0: I, I, You kind of maybe hinted at it a little bit, or maybe I just read into it, but like, I think the people that I despise the most are the ones that are like, you know, I would support the gay community, but my hands are tied because of what the Bible says. (laughs) Like, like, and you know, you've met those people Uh that are like, you know, or you know, like or like Mark Driscoll did this one too. He's like, you know, I would let women be pastors, but I just I just can't get I can't get around what Paul said. I just sorry, you know, like that the people that like blame their bigotry on the Bible mm-hmm. like just openly like that, like you know i you know i i if you know if I was in charge, if I was God, you know, I would love gay people <laughs> but, oh, God, I'm um, sorry But you know, I just
2: heard that in his voice. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I I do that impression too. No, Um, that would
2: that's like it's totally it's totally something he would say. Like he's that goddamn arrogant. He's like, well, if I was God, like, oh Jesus. Okay.
0: But that's not how God set it up, you know? And so we have to be terrible to gay people. Like we have to, you know, we have have to call it it up up
2: that way. Exactly.
0: Like (laughs) like,
2: God has agency.
0: Yes. God's Oh, man, I I remember I when I was like kind of deconstructing, especially deconstructing like atonement theory, oh, I gave yeah. this I gave yep. this not great, you know, alternative atonement theory take uh, like one Easter to like high school students. It was not mm. a good idea. I will just say generally it was not a good idea. Oh, okay. um, but I, there was a guy that kind of confronted me on it. And he's like, you know, like he's like, you know, the blood of the lamb, like it's required to forgive sin. Mm. And I I do remember being like, do you require a blood sacrifice to forgive people? Like, he's like, no. I was like, I was like, do you do you think God like has to have a blood sacrifice to be capable of forgiving someone? Like, and I think his ultimate answer was yes. Like, but <laughs> like, but that's how like like, but yeah, like the, the God's hands are tied. Like, God just can't like. God's incapable of forgiving you unless you like say the magic prayer and get under the blood or something. And it's like, then, then the problem is God. (laughs) Like, Uh you know, like when, when a store is laid out in such a way that you can't find anything, that's not your fault. That's the person that designed the store. Like, Mm -hmm. you know,
2: Mm-hmm.
0: like if if no one seems to be able to find where the sugar's at in the grocery store maybe it's just bad design you know like
2: okay this is also though making me think about the fact that it's like apples being fucking weird and trying to sell four thousand dollar goggles like fuck oh knows God. why but like every year nothing is maybe like,
0: nothing has made me want to buy a windows laptop so bad
2: <laughs> the goggles. Than, that,
0: than those apple goggles like, Can you t- actually
2: go swimming with them? That's what I want to know. Yeah,
0: like, I mean, I'm typically an Apple person. I'm mostly invested in the Apple ecosystem. Like, I'm recording on an Apple computer right now. But nothing has made me want to buy a PC worse
2: <laughs> than like, seeing those goggles. This? I was like, no. What is nope. this shit? But, like, Done. the thing is, Apple has these things that they make. They put out new ones, every, you know, every year or so, basically. And they update them. Because that's the cool thing about when you create a system is you can fucking fix it if something Mm -hmm. isn't working. Yeah. And like, if God did in fact create this system, he can fucking fix it on his own. He doesn't need to murder people or animals Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, you can just... Put out an update. <laughs> That's all you yeah. have to do.
0: And if Jesus was your update, you need to patch that again.
2: Again, like, yes. like
0: Do it again. It's
2: been been much much too long. I'm sorry. Like once once the Inquisition hit, buddy. Like you were way past. Yeah. It was it was glitching out of control. There were more there were more glitches than actual function. at
0: that Yeah. Point. Your fix created more problems. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Which happens sometimes, you know. No shade, God. Fair. You know. Totally fair. fair. I've tried to fix something and fucked it up too. Um, but That doesn't
2: mean you just quit and go like, I guess I need to kill someone now.
0: I guess I need to kill another person now. Like, no. So, so I think you should both love sin and sinner.
2: I, I you know what? Evangelicals love sin, so I feel totally fine justified yeah. saying I love sin.
0: Or perhaps sin is not a thing.
2: Or maybe sin is really fun.
0: Yeah, the, the the list of 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 all the experiences of my life, I would say the ones where I was sinning were the best.
2: <laughs> no, this is okay, this is really, that's legitimately like yeah, that's totally that's totally fair because I think that like the sin that they're actually trying to police, the the sins that they're actually getting on people uh, for are largely like policing people's joy
0: hmm yeah
2: they're not trying to stop people from harming other people by saying this is sin yeah they really aren't like they're fine they're fine with using the system to harm people so yeah i'm like actually maybe sin is a good thing because you're not at all interested when you're when when an evangelical tells you like to stop sinning they're not telling you to stop harming someone
0: hmm right they're, they're telling you to stop having fun mm-hmm Stop enjoying your body. Stop enjoying life. Stop enjoying being yourself.
2: Yeah. So I think that I think that evangelicals also love love sin. Mm -hmm. They just uh, they love love hurting people. But I think
0: they I think. I think not all of them that's uh, but i'll just say that i think they love sin but they hate themselves in some way oh, like
2: oh wow. yeah that's really that's really that's cause, really profound actually
0: because <laughs> i mean they i love I, sin
2: and hate themselves yeah the times uh-huh.
0: when i've been policing other people's joy is usually when like i've got an issue myself yep where it's like i can't be happy so you can't be happy yep like so there's probably something to that
2: i think you're probably right actually yeah, but it, it is really, it is really weird because I think, what you know, once you and I both had this realization of, of leaving that it's like the Bible is not, the Bible isn't a consistent like ethical, moral framework. Mm-hmm. So the things that co- get called sin, like some of them are harmful and some of them aren't, right? And the things, the, the, the things that cause, the things that get called sin, like some of them create immense joy and cause no harm whatsoever, and they're mm-hmm. so like, well, this is just sin because, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that I think that you're really, I think you're really honest something when you when you say like, a lot of them love sin and hate themselves. Like, I really do think that you can't be okay with yourself and spend that much time like policing other people's like joy. You yeah. know?
0: Yeah, and that's what it is. It's, it's joy. Like, and when you've been deemed a person that's not allowed to be happy.
2: Mm -hmm. whatever that
0: is whether you're Mm -hmm. queer whether you left the church whether you you know whatever you are happen to be leaving when you've been deemed the person that's not allowed to be happy and you are happy that elicits a certain kind of hatred Mm -hmm. from a certain kind of people that is vicious yeah you know and and it creates a lot of psychological you know damage and it's harmful and and it's a lot of it's just like man you all just need to like I don't, I don't want to say go to therapy flippantly because I mean I, your therapist only knows what you tell them, mm, you know. Fair. So, uh, but I think there's a certain yeah. amount of deep work, however you are able to do it, whether it's therapy, whether it's you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: having a friend say, "Hey, you've you you've you done fucked up,"
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah. something it yeah. needs to address that for sure.
2: Yep, completely, completely agree.
0: So, yeah, I mean, it's we I think we've thoroughly debunked this as a thing that it's almost to the point where it's like just not even serious. Like, it's like just a not serious thing that people say that if it didn't cause so much harm, I would laugh at
2: it. Right. I think it I think it is very much one of those one of those things that people say to kind of like shut down a conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's not that they're like, it's like, no, you're a sinner. Great. I love you, but I hate your sin. And since you are sin, <laughs> I hate you. Mm-hmm. Good times. Love that for them.
0: All right. Well, I think we solved it.
2: I think so. I kind of want a bumper sticker that says, love the sin, hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh, i just like, learn to enjoy the sin. <laughs> Uh-huh um
2: yeah, stop being, to enjoy. Stop being a cop,
0: yeah, oh my gosh, like they primed us to be cops, so mm-hmm. bad, yeah like i I' like God, this is another podcast, but like <sighs> when i like it it well, it's to the point where I'm trying to overcorrect it in myself, but like mm. I'll see my kids policing each other, and like mm. that like. My kids can do terrible things. But when I see them being cops to each other, yeah. like that, just like, no, <laughs> shut that down. <laughs> like I ain't raising no cops. Like, <laughs> like,
2: uh-huh. yeah, yeah, it's like, like it is, I, but it's, it's very. And I think that that comes back to, I've talked about this on, on white homework, but the, the, the idea that like whiteness is a self reinforcing system, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, in that, so and masculinity is too right it's like well you're gonna get your fucking man card pulled if you don't like shut up and stop crying right Mm -hmm. it's like this self-reinforcing system of oppression that like hurts the people that it ostensibly puts on the top so yeah i think i think that that is i think it's built into our culture like it's very much like a self-policing system and we have to like do the work to like dig that out of our nervous systems because it's definitely how we're programmed
0: that'll be a podcast for another day.
2: Indeed. <laughs> it shall.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's Pride month, be good to yourselves. Like, you know, don't don't let people police your joy. I, I mean even even if you're, you know, as particularly if you're a queer person this month, but even as a straight person, like whatever wherever you find joy, like don't let someone don't let someone be a cop. If that means distance make distance, that means getting off Twitter cuz of the the evangelical cops and the masculine cops are out in force. <laughs> yeah, find, find, find your joy where you can, folks. Yep. So, all right.
2: Yep, indeed.
0: We'll see you next time then.